Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for our last night lying down. We thank God for our early rising. We thank God that we were able to do for ourselves. There were so many today that were unable to do for themselves. Someone had to bathe them. Someone had to dress them. So the fact that we have the activity of our limbs, it's, it's just that alone is, 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 worthy, uh, is, is, is worthy for us to praise him. I mean, praising him, you know, he, he inhabits our praise. He seeketh such to worship him. So, you know, it's, it's not robbery to praise him and to magnify him and to exalt his name. It's an honor to do so. For the Lord is good and his mercy and doeth forever. I'm going to be opening up reading Psalms 81. This was a Psalm of Asaph. And it says, Sing aloud unto God our strength. Make a joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Take a psalm and bring hither the timbrel, the pleasant harp with the psaltery. Blow up the trumpet in the new moon, in the time appointed, on our solemn feast day. But this was a statue for Israel and a law of the God of Jacob. This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt, where I heard a language that I understood not. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pot. Thou callest in trouble, and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Meribah. Hear, O my people, and I will testify unto thee. O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me, thou shalt no strange God be in thee. Neither shalt thou worship in a strange God. I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people will not hearken to my voice, and Israel would none of me. So I gave him up unto their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in my ways. 
I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and the honey out of the rock should I have satisfied thee. And as we look at this Psalms, I'm going to be looking at some commentary notes in reference to this Psalms. Verses 1 through 5, it tells us that Israel's holidays reminded the people of great miracles. They were times of rejoicing and opportunities to renew one's strength for life's daily struggles. Now, this alludes to at Christmas, do your thoughts revolve mostly about presents? Is Easter only a warm anticipation of spring? Remember, the spiritual origins of these special days and use them as opportunities to worship God for his goodness to you, your family, and your church. In this Psalms, it talks about how before certain feast days that they would uh, uh, blow the trumpet, you know. And when we think about Christmas, some people only think about Christmas as far as the gift giving. They don't even consider the fact that it's the celebration of Jesus' uh, birth when he was uh, born. That main focus on the gifts. And, and when it comes to Easter, many times people are only concerned about the bunny rabbit, the Easter basket, and things of that nature, and never even realizing that Easter represents the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So... This, this is a beautiful Psalms, and it says also in verses 2 through 4, it says, David instituted music for the temple worship services. And that's found in First Chronicles chapter 25. Music and worship go hand in hand. Worship involves the whole person, and music helps lift a person's thoughts and emotions to God. Through music, we can reflect upon our needs and shortcomings as well as celebrate God's greatness. So God wants us to worship him. He wants us to magnify his name. He wants us to uh, uh, cry out to him when we are in trouble. Because a lot of times people have not because they ask not. Uh, so tonight we thank God for that Psalms. Um, verses one through uh, verses eight to one, verse ten. It says, "Does this promise from God to give us good things apply to us today? Should we ask God for great favor and blessings on us personally? God wants to bless us as we faithfully follow Him. This promise is not a magic formula." or an open contract for personal prosperity, 
though some have abused it for personal gain by teaching that it is. But we can come to our great king with big request because he is kind, merciful, and generous. Generous. He wants to fill us and satisfy us with all the good that comes from his loving hands. So we just thank God, you know, for that Psalms and um, and we know that his word is always a blessing. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have said or done out of your will that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I thank you for the privilege and the honor that I have that I can enter into the most holy of holies, not with timidity, but with boldness. The scripture says you have not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So we just thank God that we do not have to uh, lack confidence. The veil has been rented from the top to the bottom that every believer can enter in and just worship you, magnify your name, you know, ask for help in the time of need, whatever. We thank God that we have this opportunity. Today, we're lifting up leaders of nations everywhere. God, we're asking and we're praying for war-toned areas, wars that's going on in the Congo, wars that are going on in the Ukraine. God, we're just lifting up wars everywhere. Lord, we're asking, oh God, we're lifting up families that have been separated. Oh my God, the refugees, oh God. So many of them by the thousands had to flee from their homes. and So many are being killed. God, we are lifting up refugees and we are lifting up war-toned areas. Where we're lifting up tyrant leaders. God, in the name of Jesus, we are praying for our president. Where we're praying for leaders of churches, pastors, their families, their children, their congregations. Oh God, let them not grow weary in well-doing, but knowing that in due season ye shall, they shall reap if they faint not. God, we are praying for still for first responders. We're praying for those that are sick, the shut-in. Lord, those that are on our prayer Lord, we're holding and lifting them up to you, Lord, every need, every prayer request, every heart's desire. God, we are praying for our local assembly. We are praying for Restoration Christian Fellowship Church. We are praying for Pastor Kenneth. We are praying for the ministerial staff, the deacon board, for every family, every member, God. We are lifting up our daycare. We are praying for the staff and the teachers. Oh, God, we thank you for making a way out of no way. God, we thank you because every day, every day, every morning, you loaded us up with benefits. God, it's because of your mercies you have not consumed us. Oh, great is thy faithfulness unto us. And, Lord, we are praying today for the elderly, Lord. We are praying, oh, God, for those in nursing homes. We are praying for caregivers, oh, God, today. 
Lord, we're lifting up Mother Gilbert today. We're lifting up her daughter, Lord. We're lifting up, oh God, those that are sick, those that are battling COVID, those that are battling all manner of diseases. God, we thank you for healing and making whole. God, we thank you because Jesus, the same yesterday and forever. Is there anything too hard for you? God, we thank you for making every crooked place straight. Lord, we're asking, oh God, those that are battling mental illness, oh God, that you that you would come in. We are sending forth your word to deliver them from destruction. Lord, we just thank you. We bless your name tonight. Lord, we thank you because you loved us. We thank you, God, that you loved us so much that you sent your son to die on the cross for us that we might have eternal life. Lord, we're praying tonight for backsliders. We're praying, oh God, that hearts and minds will be changed. We're praying for the alcoholic, the homeless, the drug addict, Lord. Make a way, Lord. In the name of Jesus, send forth laborers unto those, O oh God, that are in the streets, that those that are lost. O oh God, help us the more to be a witness for you. And Lord, help us, O oh God, as I go into our teaching, continuing our teaching on walking. Lord, it is so important how we walk, how we walk out our journey with you. Because, Lord, we are living epistles read of men. It is so important that as believers, we are walking in the newness of life. And, Lord, we just thank you to, tonight for all that you have done and all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. And we give your name the praise and the honor always belong to you. In Jesus' name, I pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, I pray for persecuted saints. Hallelujah. I come against the spirit of abortion, suicide, rape, murder, assault. Lord, we're thanking you that robbers and rapists and murderers and carjackers, home invaders, will be apprehended. Lord, we're praying, oh God, for the for the uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth's family. We, and for um, King, uh, the new king that's in, Lord, we pray for him. And we're praying for the people, oh God. And uh, asking that you would comfort not only them, but all of those that have lost loved ones. We're asking that you be thou God of comfort and be the lifter up of their heads. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we've been teaching on walking, and the last session that I was uh, on, we were talking about the scripture in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, and we had shared uh, in reference to that particular verse I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it now so I can read it to you. First uh, John chapter 1, verse 6. And it says that, First John, I went to the wrong John. First John chapter 1, verse 6. And it says, if we say 
that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. And we had shared, you know, some thoughts on that, that when we are saying we have fellowship with him, meaning with God, and we are walking in darkness, we are literally professing, uh, our profession is not true. It's literally a false profession. And then also, it, it, it's showing that we are walking in sin. But now verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So once we see that when we make a decision to walk in the light as he is in the light, we initially not only have fellowship with God, but we have fellowship with fellow believers. And then it says the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So when we think about the blood of Jesus, I'm going to read some other scriptures that talks about his blood. His blood cleanses us. And even when we go down to verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when he, when he cleanses us from all unrighteousness, he's cleansing us through his blood. Now, Matthew 26 and 28 says, For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of of sin. His blood cleanses. His blood makes whole. His blood sets free. Hallelujah. His blood destroys the yoke. His blood. It is the blood of Jesus that has never lost its power. We sing a song, and the song says, It reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley. Ah, oh, his blood will never lose its power. Another scripture, in light of his blood. And see, when we are cleansed with his blood and, and, and made whole with his blood, now we are able to walk in the light. We're able to walk in the light and have fellowship with one another and fellowship with God. Hallelujah. We just thank God for that fact. Romans 5 and 9 says, Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved 
from wrath through him. That's Romans 5 and 9. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. When the person is justified, they're declared not guilty. And all of us were guilty because we all were born and shapen in iniquity and in sin. Thank God for the fact that every believer that have accepted the finished work of the cross have now been reconciled back to God. So now we have been introduced back to God that literally breathed his breath in us and gave us life. And then he allowed his son to shed his blood on Calvary's cross that we might have eternal life. And that blood that was shed justified us and declared us not guilty. So that means that we will not experience the wrath of God. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ commended his love toward us. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know, so, uh, and the fact that we've accepted his finished work, we will not be, you know, uh, uh, we don't have to experience his wrath because we've accepted his finished work. But, but for every person that do not accept his finished work, if they were to die, then the judgment, you know, they're going to experience the wrath of God. They're going to experience the wrath of God. The Bible says to be absent from the uh, body is to be present with God. So those that do not accept Jesus as their personal Savior, you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. And then, of course, during the white uh, throne judgment, that's when, you know, the wrath, they're going to experience the wrath of God. I mean, besides what they're going to experience in hell. So, no, just, 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 you don't want to be lost. You, you don't want to miss it. God sent his son that we can have eternal life. Another scripture on the blood. I'm going to read one more scripture on the blood. First Peter 1.18 For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by traditions from your fathers. In verse 19 but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. The perfect lamb of God that shed his blood on Calvary's cross 
for us and for me. So, as this, as we read uh, tonight in First John one seven, it's saying, "But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin." So we just thank God tonight for that scripture and I'm exhorting everyone to walk in the light. So we will have fellowship with Jesus and with one another. If you're listening to the broadcast this evening and you're out of fellowship, Perhaps you might have accepted the Lord and you walked away from him. The Lord is married to backsliders. He's married to the backsliders. If you're out there and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, I do not believe it's by accident or a coincidence or by chance that you are listening to this broadcast. The Bible says the day you hear my voice, Harden not your heart. Today is the day of salvation for you. If you would like to accept Jesus as your personal Savior, repeat this prayer after me. Father God, I believe that your Son died that I might be saved. Jesus Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me and wash me with your blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Savior, and my friend, if you prayed that prayer, I am rejoicing with you. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Let someone know that you accepted Jesus. If you desire to do so, give us a call at 856-629-1764, and we will be happy to pray with you. And for those that have walked away from God and you are in a backslidden state, all you have to do is confess the sins you've committed. Ask the Lord to forgive you of those sins and he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness along with forgiving you of the sins that you've committed. And all you have to do is come home. Come home. Hallelujah. If you're that prodigal tonight, the Father is waiting for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
You might have been hurt in the church, but who hasn't been hurt? You have to learn to forgive. Forgive the ones that have, have hurt you because in the long run, you're helping yourself by forgiving others. So whatever you do, tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.